The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. At the door. Hallelujah. Yes, thank you very much. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Let's clap for the team. What is it? Let's clap for the team. You see, you don't know what you have until you go around. <laughs> Some of you are enjoying good music, good worship, Sunday, back to back, and you don't know. So what you need to, maybe, okay, let me say what I want to say now. <laughs> but just know that, I appreciate what you have. You have a good worship team. Just clap for them again. And I also say to you also, you have a good sound team also. No. <laughs> you need to appreciate, our immediate team is also fantastic. You see, I've been to churches where they have money, good money. And then you sit, and the subwoofer will be shaking your heart like this. <laughs> but I've been, I've been here. I've not been. I've heard the subwoofer are here. Uh, they are not shaking my heart. <laughs> so let's just clap for them. They're doing a great job. We love you. We thank you for what you're doing. And God bless. Please have your seat. Hallelujah. I want to thank God again for the church. Well, this is like my home. So I'm not a visitor here. So it's home. So I want to thank Pastor Femi for inviting me to come. And we've been friends for ages. You know, and the, actually, the lady that introduced us came to, was in first service. I said, well, who is it? to me, that, ah, I'm the one, I'm the one. <laughs> but praise the Lord. So he, he, I actually appreciate his friendship over the years, and I've learned a lot of things from him. And one of the things I've learned from him is to be trusted. Right? So the first time he called me to meet us, I said, but you haven't listened to me before. I said, yeah, it doesn't matter, just come. <laughs> so the second time I came, he was in church. I said, ah. Oh, you're not in church. What if I scatter your church before you say, no, just go? So I, I've learned to trust people, and I learned that from him. The Lord will honor you. And today is Father's Day. Just say happy Father's Day to our pastor, and I know he's watching, and I'm sure God will come to bless you and increase you in the name of Jesus Christ. And like I also said in the first service, uh, you, if you are a pastor like me who is under a set man, it, my job is cut out. It's easy. The thing flows from the up, and then you just flow. But if you start a church... I think about this 11th year, and you are doing so much, you must be called. I can tell you, you must be called. It takes a calling to make happen what you see here. How do I know it's called? So, there are people who have been seeing here consistently for years. It only takes grace and mercy of God upon the life of a man to make men submit to you and stay with you for a long time. Right? I know what I'm talking about. So I just want to pray for Pastor Femi, and I believe he's going to go higher and higher, and the grace upon this house is going to increase in Jesus' name. Father, we just want to thank you for what you are doing today. We thank you for the first service. We thank you for what you're going to do this second service. Thank you because you will give us the right word for the congregation that's seated before you now. Lord, I turn myself to you. I want to be an instrument of honor. Let every word I will speak be seasoned with salt and grace that in areas of this word will be blessed of you. Lord, beyond hearing the word, let us be doers of the word and let us be established your truth and let our profiting by the word appear to all and let all glory belong to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Well, you are welcome again to church. Uh, this, I think it's the morning. Yeah. We're looking at fully persuaded. The first scripture I'm going to read is 2 Corinthians, 2 Peter, rather, verse 1. And verse six, Second Peter chapter one verse sixteen. Second Peter 
I'll look at chapter 1, and I will look at verse 16. So, Peter talking to the church says, We did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power of God and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Said, we did not put this together. The NIV says, Living Bible says that we have not been telling you fairy tales. See, sometimes when people share their testimony, it looks like fairy tales. Say, what we have been telling you is not fairy tales. But he said, when we told you about the power of God, these are things that we know to be true. But let me say this to us. No matter what God plans for a man, for a church, it takes partnership to make it happen. I'll say that again. No matter the plan of God for a man, for a family, for a church, it takes partnership to make it real. And I'm talking about partnership between heaven and earth, between you and God. See, God doesn't expect to do his own parts, and God will not do your part. Every, you know, like it's two sides of the coin. So God knows his part, and God is willing to pay his part, but the question is, that are we willing to pay our part? You see, if you're not fully persuaded about the promise of God or the mind of God towards you, your church, your family, then God is limited by what he can do with your life or my life. No, the Bible says that it's a scripture. Uh, the Bible says Jesus Christ was in his home city. And the Bible says he could dare not do mighty works because what? Unbelief. He could dare not do mighty works. Why? Not because he was not willing to do it, not because he was not anointed to do it, but because they applied the brakes. The truth is that as Christians, we can also do the same if we are not fully persuaded. There's another scripture that I'm sure you're familiar with. The Bible says, uh, the, the, the power of the Lord was present to heal the people. And they say the power of the Lord was present. And if you look at that scripture, the only person that God healed was the paralytic man that his friend brought through the roofs. As they gathered together, the power of the Lord was present to heal them. That means God planned to heal more than one person in that meeting. But only one person got healed. Not because God's not willing, but because they didn't participate in the process. Child of God, do not be deceived. Every miracle requires your part and God's part. It's the synergy between the heaven and earth that produces miracles. So part of our thing is that we need, must be fully persuaded that whatever God says to you, to us, we embrace it along with it. Let's look at this scripture in Galatians chapter 3. I'm sure you know uh, the scripture, a very popular scripture that I'm sure you can only quote by heart. And we, we're just going to look at it for one reason, so I can put everything together. In Galatians 3, 13, it says, Christ has redeemed us from the cost of the law. He's not, a, not going to. He said, he has redeemed us. That means it's a done deal. Christ has redeemed us from God, having become a cost for us. That was a cost is everyone that hang on a tree. said that the blessing of Abraham might come upon all Gentiles. So when that transition took place, the blessing came when he gave a life price. But see, the blessing has a way to be, there's a process of activating the blessing. Blessing is, the fact that you are blessed, if you have blessings upon you, you don't mean you will automatically be working like that. You must work it. Right? The blessings require the working of the man that carries the blessing. I'll say that again. The blessing of the Lord that's upon us, that came on, on us in Christ Jesus Christ, there are things to do to activate those blessings, to make it work. One of the things I submit to you is being fully persuaded that you carry the blessing. 
If you are not fully persuaded that the blessing of Abraham is upon you, nothing happens to Haman. But once you know that when Christ went to the cross, you gave your life to Christ, the blessing came upon you. The blessing came upon you. Not to just be there to play, but to empower you. Blessing is empowerment. You see, the measure of the blessing we are working in is the measure of the embracement of the blessing. Once I embrace the blessing fully, the blessing begins to flow out. Once I embrace, so he said that the blessing, if a child of God read this scripture and you don't embrace it in the totality, in the fullness of it, nothing really happens. It's like you are, put, it's like, let, let's put it this way, you know, I'm sure in this country we have waterfalls, especially up north. And the waterfall has potential to generate electricity, to give a power. But because we have not unnessed the power, the power was, is still there in that waterfall. It's there. Potentially, you have electricity tapped in that waterfall. But unless you unnessed the power of the waterfall, you cannot generate electricity. The same thing with blessing. The blessing can be upon a man and nothing happened. I'll give you an example. Scripture. Jabez. Remember the story of Jabez. Was Jabez blessed of the Lord? Yes or no? From day one? No, it was Potentially, it was there from day one. Bible said the work was finished. Why? From the world. Every blessing, I say this to you, sir, man. Every prayer that you pray that God answered, it was because it had been prepared by God that that was the plan of God. But if you don't pray it, nothing happens. Jabez was meant to be superior, more honorable than his brethren. That was the plan of God. But he suffered, though, I mean, <laughs> why? But a day came, Jabez came to himself. He said, ah, I need to embrace it. Say, and he prayed. I said, God, bless me indeed. Let me not call pain. I mean, he said, don't let, say, let evil. As he opened his mouth, Bible said, God responded to him and things changed. From day one, when Jabez was born by his, by his mother, he had the ability, the potential to be above his brother. He was there. Dormant at his ease. But the moment he prayed, actually came. Child of God, the same thing every lesson you carry. Like I was saying in first service, the plan of God is for us to be lifted this year. That's the plan of God. For this church is your year of lifting. Actually, I'm not praying. It's the reality. But see, the reality that you touch is what your attitude how you participate on it. So if, for example, I'm a member of this church and I just come to church a year of lifting and I just go and come in and out, nothing happens. But when I come to church and I engage this scripture or this word, things happen. I'll give you an example. <laughs> Years ago, I used to have a car, a family car. We used to call the name of the car Olorun Okweni. Can you That's the name of the car. Olorun Okweni. I'm sure if you see me, you know what kind of car that is. At that time, well, actually, it was minister in church. So when we want to go for outing, we pastors want to go out there. We will get there last. Uh, because it's all over. I just get there. But a day came, my pastor, Pastor Amy Morgan, preached to Simon. I don't know. So he just said, Simon was, my Sabbath cometh. For some reason, I realized that today was the burning point for my life. So I listened intensively to Simon. And I bought the tape. So I listened to church, I bought the tape. My son, who is 21 this year, was two years old that time. He knew that there's a tape in a house called My Sabbath Comet. That shows how intense, how engaged was, I was. One day, I was going to drop him in school. 
And if you know, I don't know very well, there's Chatter Bank on one side and Echo Bank on the other side. One day I was going to drop in school, and a lot of people stopped in front of Echo Bank. <laughs> Flat tires. <laughs> I still declare my Sabbath comment. Child of God, from that time, not immediately, from that time, things turned around. Was the God's plan, God's plan was for me, for my family to be blessed of the Lord, for our Sabbath rest to come. He provided a vehicle for transformation. It was up to us to engage that vehicle of transformation for us to come. Child of God, if you are not fully persuaded by the word that God is sending to you, and you don't engage by the spirit of faith, nothing happens, sir. Nothing happens. You can cry to and say, why me? Why not me? Heaven is not moved by Christ. Heaven is moved by faith. The Bible says here, Abraham was fully persuaded. Let's look at this scripture in Romans chapter 4. The Bible says, God showed up one day and said to Abraham, leave your father's country, go to a place I will show you, saying, bless I will bless you, in multiply and multiply you, and all of that. If you look at Romans chapter 4, verse 17, the Bible says, and it, was, at it is written, at it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. God says, as it is written, that means, it is written, in the mind of God is plan and purpose of Abraham to be father of many nations. It is written, child of God, I want to say to you, concerning our lives in 2021, it's been written. No matter what says to us in Hebrew, said, I've come to do your will, O Lord, according to what is written in the volume of books. I've come to do your will. Child of God, for each and every one of us, you are in this scripture. Volume of the books is there. You are there. You are there. But you must discover yourself and engage with it. As it's written, I have made you. God told Abraham, I have made you. I have made you. And look at the next scripture. Next, next, next thing that we, we, we see in scripture here. And it says, in the presence of whom he believed, God, who gives life to death, and call those things that be not as though they were. Who, contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of nation nations. Child of God, there's a pattern in scriptures. Whatever God says to you, at the time he says this to you, you don't look like it. Everything will tell to you, you don't have to, you don't, you are, it's contrary. It's like against every hope. Why is that so? Because you have an enemy of your soul who wants to make sure that God doesn't look good. Now say, according to, if you look at that scripture, say, if you look at uh, the the, the of the Bible, it said, contrary to human hope, Abraham believed in hope. Contrary to human hope, Abraham believed in hope. And he became child of God to become what the word of God says to you. You must behave like Abraham. You ignore every sense knowledge, everything your sense is telling you. The Bible says, we know whatever you see, you touch, you feel is subject to change. Whatever you can touch, smell, feel, taste can change if you apply the pressure of the word of God. Especially if God gives you a word about that thing. Bible says he became. How? Contrary to hope, he believed in hope. And that's how to engage. See, for you to come to that point, you must be fully persuaded. That means you know that you know that you know that the word of God is real. 
and it must be something you carry in here. No, you must delete. See, it's like, you, you're like a woman carrying a baby in the womb. The word of God must come to you as a seed in your womb. I'm talking about square womb now. And you nurture it. You nurture it. You nurture it. As you nurture the word of God and you deliver it. How do I deliver it? By speaking it. You deliver it by speaking it. If a point will come to your life that that word that you carry on inside of you becomes so real, more real than your pain, becomes so real than your adversity. And when you get that point, deliver it by speaking it. I say, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. That's what Abraham did. Contrary to hope, contrary to physical evidence, contrary to whatever the people psychologists saying to him, he said, No, I know. I know the person who gave me the promise. I said, Faithful is he who has promised. Who is able to bring it to pass? He saw the character of God. Say, God called those things that be not as though they were. He called things that are dead alive. And do you know that you are made in His image? No, this is the sixth month. The Bible said God made man in His image in the sixth day. I said, let us make man in our own image after our likeness, and let us let give them dominion. Let them multiply. Let them be fruitful, multiply, and dominate. Child of God. If you don't exercise your dominion in the place of spirit of faith, nothing happens. No, the scripture that I love so much, it says, whatever a man allow on earth, heaven will allow. You know it's there. No, just because I was even speaking before he went to the cross. It says, it told Peter, say, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you lose on earth, we lose in heaven. Whatever you permit on earth, it's the keys of the kingdom. God has given children of God keys of the kingdom. If you use it, it's up to you. It's up to me. It will not come down for angels will not come back and use the keys for you. You are the one. It's your responsibility supposed to use the keys of the kingdom. I have given you. I have given you the keys of the kingdom. If you don't know, if I don't full power that you have the keys of the kingdom, nothing happens. No door will open for you. It's not a cause. It's because the keys have been delivered to your hands to do stuff with it. You get to the gates, you say, be lifted up all your gates. Because the glory of thy carry must make things happen for me. But you must be fully convinced that it's real, it's true. That's why Peter said, we are not making up stories. These are not fables, these are not fairy tales. Say, when we say to you that the power of God is true, it's true, it's true. And you must come to that understanding that it belongs to you. Just like I said, I've given you the power. Say, whatever you bind on earth will be in heaven. He said, say, in my name, you will do this. In my name, in my name, in my name. If you are not fully persuaded that you can use the name of God like that. No, Peter, the, I like the apostle, said, such as I have, we give unto you. He said, silver and gold I don't have. I don't have money. I don't have money to give you. But I have something. You, every promise of God, you must come to a point that it becomes real to you as your personal possession. And that's what makes it work. If you don't see the word of God as belonging to you, as mine, that is mine, nothing happens, sir. You come to a point where you say, this is mine, and I take it. I take it. I take it. I take it. You can look at scriptures, upon scriptures. It says, despite those circumstances, he was doing what? Giving glory to God. And it became... I'm sure if you saw him dancing, you say, <laughs> But do you know, Abraham also had some false steps. That's why I like him. And God does not really judge you. No, at one time God shows up, he says, 
Okay, let Ishmael leave. God <laughs> said, no, 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 no. That's not the thing. Another day showed up, uh, uh, God showed up and told, where's the wife? He said, by this time next year, she will have a baby. And Sarah laughed, ah, <laughs> Alpha, day one, you didn't come up, day two. Now that I'm very old, they are coming up. I said, you laughed. I, said, I didn't laugh. Oh. He said, but you laughed. But don't worry, next year, <laughs> by this time. I believe after they laughed, they went back and evaluated the promise of God and what they saw in the life of God. They said, ah, we believe you. We'll look at scripture now. The Bible said, Sarah adjured God faithful. Let's look at that scripture. Hebrews chapter 11. Just to show you how those things work. You see, maybe you have laughed that, ah, God, you are delaying. God says, if you change your mind today, if you engage by the spirit of faith, things will turn around. <laughs> Here it says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11. That's it, by faith. What is faith? Be fully persuaded. Say, by faith, Sarah herself received strength to conceive the seed. By faith. By being fully persuaded. To, be, to have faith, you must be convinced, right? You can't have faith in something you're not convinced of. She also received strength. That means strength was delivered to her because she was fully convinced that it's possible, accessible. It's her. It's her. It's her. She saw herself carry a son in the womb before the seed was planted. And that, 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 that was the energy God required. That faith. See, it's the faith that delivered the thing you require, that propelled you to that state. I said, and she bore a child when she was past age. The pattern for normal human cycle was gone. But she still believed. What did she do? She adjured God. She valued God to be faithful as covenant keeper and because she judged God faithful, she delivered. Child of God, that's the pattern. In the kingdom you belong to, believing is seeing. Not seeing is believing. <laughs> if you fail to believe it, you won't see it. Sarah adjured God faithful. He considered the faithfulness of God. Child of God, the indices of economic Nigeria is a fact, not the truth. The truth is that what God has told you. He said, the kingdom you belong to, you will eat your bread without scarcity. If you embrace that, it will happen, sir. Amen. There are principles of scriptures. There are principles. No, there's a friend of my uh, family uh, who just shares his friend with us. The guy is doing a very massive project. So one day, a man of God came and said, like, oh God, come to somewhere. <laughs> he got there and said, God says, God says, Lord, this church, you are building a church. Ah, said, that, I didn't come here to hear prophecy. I came here to pray. <laughs> said, this church, God says, you are building this church. The man said, I didn't know what I want to come here. Vigil to tell me build church. But God, God, God wants to have mercy on you, have mercy on you. <laughs> so the guy eventually wants to start this project. He took a loan from the bank. And one part of the loan, he gave it to the church. I said, start the church. <laughs> Another person gave it to him. Then he started his own project. He told us that since that day, work never stopped on that project. Never stopped. Work never stopped. Things continue because he obeyed. You see, a lot of us, God has asked for your Isaac and you are saying, ah, God, don't go there. 
I'm not saying be emotional about it. I'm not saying be emotional. But when God shows up and says, this is the thing to do, do it. If God said, this is the thing to do, do it. Because that's a personal word for you. The word that comes to you, I'm not saying copy people, though. I'm not saying, ah, they said you should give money. No, no, they should give you. No, that's what I'm not saying. But if God says to you, I, 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 the example I shared in the, in the sports service, I have a special skill as a doctor that should be making me money, but I wasn't making the kind of money I want to make. So I said, God, I, you, know, like you just pray to God and be relaxed. Don't be uptight. I said, God, the, the money that should be flowing, you know, it's not like this kind of money I'm seeing. And God says, don't worry, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> be at peace. And I just relaxed. One day God showed up. I said, the first income from that business, I'll tell you to send it to. I need money. Need no, no, in Lagos, when you see money, you see the money. <laughs> the, money can, the money is able to block some few things, but I obeyed. So I called a friend who knows, I can mention him, Reverend Joe Olaya, that's the name of the man. So I have a friend that has, I said, I need to send something to the man of God. He <laughs> said, okay, I'll call, make some call. And I did. I can tell you today, sir, after that seed was sold, things have changed for that same thing. I can't share it now. Maybe next time I come, I say, that thing I told you. <laughs> I got a call from a friend. I said, a motorcycle is looking for a pediatrician, Nigerian one. My friend is in South Africa. He was talking to a friend, a family friend, who says they're looking for emotional Nigeria. He's looking for a Nigerian pediatrician. I'm not the only person in Nigeria, all right? You know that. He said, but I think you look like the person they're looking for. He said, do you mind if I share your contact with them? I said, ah, I, I, I would like mine. So maybe next time I call, I say, ah, that thing would be blown now. <laughs> what I'm saying is that nothing that happened by accident. Even this man I'm talking about, we just met by accident too. How did I miss him? Went to buy coffee. I said, I will pay for your coffee. Said, no, no, no. I said, I will pay for your coffee. I will pay. I became friends. And then he called me. No, I don't make problems. But oh, yeah, well, we, we, keep, we kept in touch. So he just said, ah, I'm sorry, you are in the top. Everything God demands of you is a setup, sir. Setup. When God <laughs> put in the heart of David, then I want to build God a house. And God said, ah, do it. God said, no, 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 you don't build my house. I'll build your house. <laughs> Someone just come to me. I don't need to hear this. I want to beg of you. If you, have not, if you are not in the habit of doing it, you should do it regularly. And not too late to ask God. Every year, every season, there's a specific instruction for you, your family, to do. Every year. Every season. There must be a specific clear word that you can put in one word sometimes. If you ask me, the word for me, my family is here, is facilitate. Help people. As a church, the church I pastor, we are building a church in Korudu. From the phone for our church phone, we are building it. It will be finished. I can't even tell you that. I told them, next Sunday, I'm going to be church. We are going to raise phone in church. That, that program will be finished. Why? I know there's no way they will pray in that church. And answer prayers will happen that will not flow back to us. It's not possible. It's not like God. <laughs> and by the way, they told me that the woman came to the church for the first time. Not complete church, though. Her business was not doing well. Prayed in that church. Things changed. She brought tithe. I didn't know that. Didn't that change? Her tithe 
The church tie is going up. <laughs> Instruction is important. I'm saying this because for all of us, there's a key that God will put in your hand. If you embrace and you fully convinced from the Lord, things turn around. No, like Hebrews, because of time, I'll just go through this. If you look at Hebrews chapter 6, the Bible says, God gave the promise to Abraham. And because he wants to ensure that there's immutability, that the promise cannot be annulled, he gave his word and he confirmed it with an oath. By two immutable things. So if God did not bring to pass his word, he ceased to be God that day. The day God lied to you, changed ceased to be God. Do you know that? The thing that made God God is because he's truthful, he's holy. The thing that made God God is the fact that if he says yes, it's yes. If he says no, it's no, it's no. That's the essence of God. So God said, I'm giving this promise to Abraham. He said, by virtue, a revenant could show up in 2021 and say, ah, this promise, I didn't see God talk about it. He said, I will give him an anchor. His word and his own. No, I, I shared in, in the first service that if you, in those days, when we were much younger, somebody steals somebody's stuff. Maybe it's biscuits, it's coke, or anything like that. And they saw him steal the thing. I said, oh no, Ogumbo, I didn't steal it. Even his friend said, ah, I say Ogumbo now, don't leave him alone. Abi, that's what he said. That's what God did. He said, I'll give him my word. In case you don't think I'm, you think I'm joking, I'm, I'm covering a covenant with you. So that means God is saying that I am committed to you. Remember we started from saying, the blessing of Abraham. What's the blessing of Abraham? This is the promise that I gave Abraham. Say that the promise he gave him through Christ, cannot be annulled, cannot be changed. And he said he committed himself by two things that cannot be varied. Child of God, there's no reason why we should doubt God when God gives a word. No reason on earth. None. There's no reason on earth. None at all. You can't. If God shows up today and says to you, next month we are building a house, believe it. Let's just say dollar is 1,000 to, it doesn't matter. If God says, next tomorrow, maybe that's a word for somebody. They are your house next month. I saw someone catch it. <laughs> no, they say the, the prophet's joke is also a prophecy. <laughs> I believe God is speaking to somebody here. He said, I've seen your pain. And I've seen you weep. But say, weep no more. I'm coming through for you. I'm coming through. I'm coming through. I'm coming through. See, God is the business of changing lives, transforming people. But you must believe it. There are two streams. There are two parts to a miracle. Your part, God will not do. My part, <laughs> he will not also do. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. God is saying to us today, I can, you can trust and hold me to my word. You can, I'm dependable. You can count on me. No matter what you see around you, no matter the circumstance of life you see around you, once you can get a word, my word, concerning it, child of God, be at rest. Say, be like your master, Jesus Christ, in the middle of the storm he was sleeping. Why? He said, we are going to the other side. There's a word that God has given to you. It's your year of lifting. I see you go higher. Let the devil be mad. Declare with the mouth by the spirit of joy that I'm going higher. I'm going higher. It's my season of lifting. I also will tell you, I, like I told people before, I borrow a vessel. 
Bishop Yoko said that what they have been doing is with an experience, that they are just entering their promised land. And I thought to myself, if Covenant University is with an experience, what will the problem look like? Can you go and say, if two universities can be delivered in the wilderness, what will happen in the promised land? I tell myself, I say, me too, I'm entering my promised land. I see you enter your promised land. In the name of Jesus Christ. So don't allow circumstances to delude you. Let the devil work on you. Let the economy do anything. As long as you are here and you carry the blessing, the blessing will speak for you. What produced the result in the life of Sarah is a blessing. What produced the result in the life of Jabez is a blessing. The blessing did not come the day he prayed. The blessing was there, but was activated when he prayed. You're going to do the same thing like another. We're going to pray right now. We are going to say, whatever God put together for you, your family, for seed, in this prophetic word, you activate it today. You're speaking for today. Say, Father, begin to pray. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, everything, everything, you put together in my lifting. Oh, paraki de lebro kadosaga, zuzoto kayibro kodoba, e kalabodo. I'm speaking for, I say, come alive now. Come alive now. E garo proko, speak to your life. Oh, speak to your children. E gila gila bo proko. I hear God say, speak to your womb. Speak to your career. I say, e kurabaga. Zondolobo. God says to somebody, speak to your ministry. Speak to your ministry right now. Speak to your ministry. And let your ministry come alive. In the name of Jesus. E kalebro kodoba. Say, I've given you the keys of the kingdom. I've given you the keys. Say, today, in the name of Jesus, I open the door. I open the door. I assess it now by the keys of the kingdom. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say, from today, I refuse to settle for less. Maro pragayado. Neko pragayamondo kura. Neko pragayane labosaka. Zadoza. Ubaga. E gilaboso toko. Mazo sakaya brokuto. Zeda brokalamanda laba. Father, we thank you. As I pray, you are here this morning. You are watching online. You have not given your life to Christ. The door to enter through for the fullness is to give your life to Christ. And I want to pray with you right now. I want to pray with you right now. If that is you, I want you to put your right hand over your heart. I say, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come to you. I come to you. Humbly, I come to you. I accept you. As my Lord and Savior, I turn around, making you turn for the better. I embrace the name of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, and I say it is mine. I receive forgiveness, I receive mercy in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Father, I thank you for your children. As many as given their life to Christ today, Lord, creating them the joy of salvation. Joy of salvation in the name of Jesus Christ. I also pray. Every prayer I pray concerning the lifting of your children. Oh, today we partner together by the spirit of faith. And we say today, every grace that needs to be activated to produce reality that you are packing for them. Oh, fakaya God about the heart. We say, come alive now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you, Lord. Bless you. We give you glory. We know it is done. We call it done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.